Nope. For the last 10 years, I've been employed by the Department of Corrections as a correctional officer, sergeant, and then lieutenant. Over those years, I've encountered quite a few things, ranging from relatively mundane to downright unsettling. So, here it goes, I suppose. Now, I'm far from a brilliant writer or narrator, so apologies ahead of time. The facility I work at used to be an old medical hospital for the state some years ago, but was repurposed to be a work camp, and then eventually a correctional facility. For context, this place used to not have a fence when it first started, according to some of the older officers I work with. I never bothered to look into the place's background until some of the stranger things started happening. Trust me, I know it sounds cliche, but the more I researched, the more I discovered that a fair amount of old hospitals were repurposed into prisons. My first encounter with strange happenings came some years ago, when I was still a fresh-faced officer. The facility has two different parts. One side has a higher-level security setup, while the main side houses our lower-level offenders. At the time, I worked at the higher-level side with the Level 2 offenders. For the most part, they behaved pretty well, except for a few times here and there, but that's not important. What is important is that their cells had thick metal doors that locked whenever they closed. These doors could be opened via a mechanism that would unlock the doors all at once or individually with a normal lock. I was walking the halls, checking in through the windows, making sure the doors were secured, pretty much anything to get me through the night. For those of you who work nights, I'm sure I don't have to explain that some nights can be dreadfully boring. While performing my rounds, I turned the corner to head back to my office, when I heard the loudest slam from where I had just come from. I turned back around, and to my surprise, all of the doors had somehow unlocked themselves and flung wide open. Needless to say, all of the offenders were freaked out once they realized what happened, as was I. After ushering them back inside their rooms and giving them another check, I went back to my office, almost expecting it to happen again, and phoned my sergeant. I asked them what the cause could have been, and he just laughed. Now, a bit of backstory on this guy. He was a sergeant, apparently forever, according to some of the stories I've heard. One of those old grizzled types, just jaded enough to keep the job, but not enough to become fully disillusioned, if that makes sense. He was a good guy overall. Had an older technique of dealing with some of the offenders, but I guess that came with the territory. I trusted him well enough. However, when he said, Oh, that's just Ben acting up. I was skeptical. Who's Ben? One of the old TB patients. Huh? 
Yeah. This wing used to be part of the tuberculosis clinic back when the place was a hospital. So the ghost of some TB patient opened all the doors at once? Yeah. Ben, he's harmless. Just annoying sometimes. Right. So, needless to say, I asked around about this elusive Ben character, and sure enough, some of the other officers corroborated the story. Sometimes, he'd tap underneath the floors from the basement, open and shut windows the whole nine yards. Obviously, my instinct was to try and research the patients, but I guess due to the age, they didn't keep good records. Either that, or just simple ineptitude. With me being unable to research it, I chalked it up to superstition and moved on. Small things happened here and there as the months went on. I would do a round, come back to my office, and my cup would be in a different spot than where I left it. Or someone would knock on my office door, but when I checked it out, there wouldn't be anyone there. Now, I'm normally a pretty skeptical person, and would chalk those occurrences up to the long shifts or other officers pulling a prank, even though my dorm had doors that locked, and I could definitely hear when those big damn things would close. But as more things happened, the less sure of myself I became. Eventually, I got promoted to sergeant. With that came more pay and more responsibilities. One of those included doing regular basement checks. Now, I dreaded this, not because of the creepy factor, I could handle that, but because those basements are just slightly taller than cellars in most places due to the piping and electrical. Being a tall person, I hated doing basement checks, but since they were part of my responsibilities, I didn't complain too much. My knees, however, did. Surely enough, while doing one of these checks in the facility's medical building, I got another unsettling encounter. The basement of the medical building must have been an old morgue, since one of the rooms has this big metal wall with slots for, well, bodies, I'm guessing. In the darkness, I tend to glance through that room as quick as possible. Well, unfortunately for me, I noticed that one of the doors to the slots was open. To be honest, I was more irritated than scared, because now I had to do a more thorough search of the basement. I radioed the situation to my lieutenant, and then told him that I was going to be doing a detailed search. After cautiously entering the room, I found the light switch and went to work. Naturally, I found nothing out of the ordinary. I closed the door to the slot, gave the place one last sweep, and headed topside to ask the medical staff some questions. General stuff. Did anyone go down there, etc.? Naturally, no one had been down there in a bit since most of the basements are used for storage, and as convenient as a morgue's body wall is for storage, it wouldn't be the best idea to utilize it.
still, I couldn't shake that creeping feeling of being watched, even before I found the slot open. The next big event to happen came in the dead of night of one of the more boring shifts. Mind you, this was back on the higher level part of campus, though by this point we had lost most of our higher level offenders, so it's pretty quiet over there. After talking to the officer responsible for that dorm, I made my way outside and to the sally port, an entrance essentially, to pick up some items. I shot the shit with the officer for a bit, then made my way back to the dorm to resume a bit of paperwork and time killing. In the dorm, there are three wings, so the building kind of looks like a T, only all the legs are equal size, and each wing has two floors. Ever since most of the offenders were released or moved, only one floor of the wing has been utilized. I tell you this because when I glanced upstairs into one of the windows, I saw what appeared to be the silhouette of something vaguely human. It was unmoving, didn't shift or disappear as I kept my eyes on it while approaching the door to the dorm. I radioed the officer and asked what his location was. I'm in the day room, sergeant. Downstairs? Downstairs. Shit. Now, keep in mind, the wing that I saw the silhouette in was also entirely inactive and being used for storing old bunks, mattresses, and other items. Also, there are doors that lead to the second floor of each wing, and only sergeants and above have access to the keys that unlock them. This entire time, I still had eyes on the... thing? Person? So I talked to the officer again. Meet me at your hallway door, please. On my way. Eventually, he made his way to the door and we talked. I looked towards him to ask if he saw what I saw. And of course, as soon as I looked back, the thing was gone. I felt like I was in a cliché horror movie at that point. I was expecting heavy breathing in my radio next, or some bullshit like that. So, once again, being that I saw something suspect, I had to be the dumbass to go check it out. I made my way upstairs, unlocked the door, and checked the place out. Thankfully, the lights are practically always on up here, so I didn't have to deal with darkness like inside the basement. As soon as I entered upstairs, the hair on the back of my neck stood up like I was being watched. I got this horribly uncomfortable feeling of not being welcome, like I had just entered a bear's turf. The entire time I was checking the place out, I couldn't shake that feeling. Eventually, I found the room where the silhouette was, and wouldn't you know it, there wasn't a single item in the room. No coat rack with a big jacket to make it look like a person, no lamp with a hat on it, nothing. After checking the doors and the windows, I promptly got the hell out of there. I met up with the officer again and let him know what I saw. He was understanding 
but seemed a bit skeptical since he was a newer guy. Can't say I blame him, to be honest. There are several other smaller things that have happened as well. I guess I've been here long enough to experience a few different types of bullshittery. More silhouettes in windows of abandoned buildings, old storage buildings that light up all at once at night, and then flicker on and off throughout the night. With that one, I told my lieutenant that my ass wasn't going in there alone, not at one o'clock in the damn morning. There were times where objects would move on their own, even in our security footage. Hell, I've spoken to several offenders who've told me they hear voices at night in their rooms, and others that refuse to sleep in certain rooms at night. If you work in a place where you have access to security cameras and are bored, definitely check those things out. I've seen chairs scoot around on their own. The hair of offenders move on their own. Balls rolling around on their own, and a few other things. Sadly, I can't show you guys the footage, since there's no legal way for me to get the footage outside the gate. And I'm not about to lose my job for something that might be easily explained. Besides, being a lieutenant now, I mostly get to experience stuff like that through cameras, or through the stories of the officers that tell me when I'm making my rounds. Anyway, sorry if this was more of a ramble and less of a story, but I figured I would contribute my own experiences. If anybody experienced anything similar, please let me know. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Nope Too Creepy podcast. If you want to learn more about the author of this story, just check the show notes and you'll find all the necessary links. If I haven't earned it already, I hope this is the week you choose to follow or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Until next time, everybody, this is Dan David, reminding you all to stay safe out there. I'll be seeing you in the next episode. Nope.